Everyone, welcome to the Yoshimura Midweek Podcast. Special edition, not one guest, but four. We just finished the uh, 2024 250 shootout out at uh, Fox Raceway, our final day of comparison testing where we have the manufacturers on hand to change clickers, set sag, et cetera, et cetera. Um, through the past few months, we've spent plenty of time on all the bikes except the Yamaha, which we just got last week. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is like our little round table of test riders. We've got Kyle Varr on the end, Alex Ray, of course, myself, Humberto Baca, and Pat Foster. Um, so guys, new track for us this year, Fox Raceway, I thought was pretty good. I asked for it ungroomed, but jump faces fixed and watered. I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was an excellent testing ground. You guys agree? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the track was, was good. You know, we got, we had a, a variety of everything, you know, we had some ruts, we had some uh, acceleration chop, some hard pack bumps, uh, square edge stuff. Um, you know, some big jumps for, you know, like that, uh, you know, bump, short, blah, 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 bump absorption. Absorption. And, uh, and, <laughs> what, and what was that? The, uh, um, I guess, I guess what's the term? Um, I don't know, like whenever you flat land a jump, uh, bottom slap down. Yeah. Slap down bottoming resistance for these, uh, OEM bikes, you know, just like with their, with their stock settings. I think it was good. Yeah. 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 It was a good time. Yeah. It was it was a tough drive. What what do you guys usually have it either? Uh, we've done it at Kuya recently. Kuya? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So actually, guys, he's the new one. Ari is the That's new right. guy, right? Because right. we've had Kyle on hand for a while. I've always been uh, well for the past. You've few been years, committed. I've been uh, I've been in in certain commitments, right? Like I've been uh, biased. I would I would say to one brand, so I I, I didn't really have the freedom to uh, do these tests. But mm -hmm. shit, dude, I, I'm excited, man. Yeah. So this was your, it wasn't your first shoot. I think you've done one with Keeper or something mm -hmm. before, Yeah, right? I did one with Keeper. But uh, people think shootouts are so easy and glamorous, right? Dude, I am. It's a lot of work. A lot of riding. Day. Long day. <laughs> long day. long day. Yeah. Holy but, cow. I mean, you have to ride, you know, uh, well, today we had six different motorcycles. Well, usually with these shootouts, you know, as soon as they come out, people want to know how they are. But uh, say if we waited maybe a few months to do this, we would probably have a couple more brands, you know, with the, <laughs> Triumph. With the Triumph coming Triumph. in. You know, obviously we didn't have the Suzuki uh, this year. I would have really liked to have ridden, ridden the Suzuki, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a lot of work, a lot of riding. I got, I mean, I've been sitting at a desk for the past couple months. Typing. Typing, yeah. So like, I mean, I got I got blisters. I don't know. It feels it feels kind of good though. <laughs> and the heat didn't help. Heat didn't help, man. Yeah, heat wave all of a sudden after this great weather we've yeah. been having. Yeah, where'd that come from? That yeah, was a scorcher. You know, when you mentioned the Suzuki, it's funny because we just had the Suzuki intro, per se, mm -hmm. 2024 bikes. And we put our impressions of it and pointed out the, you know, the RM Army uh, program where you get a pro circuit, full pro circuit pipe and set of graphics. It's so funny. All the comments are either like 100% dick, like they should quit making bikes. They suck. But there are so many positive comments towards Suzuki's. It's a fun bike. It's great for most people, everything. So, like, I mean, we could have kept in the shootout for sure. Um, I remember I rode a Suzuki. I mean, I'm assuming it would be the same one. But, heck, I mean, there was one summer where I didn't have bikes. I rode a Suzuki 2 of yours. <laughs> one of y'all's literally for the whole summer. And I, I fell in love with the thing. And you didn't smoke any clutches and you didn't blow, 
blow it up. I couldn't. Breathe. I didn't blow it up. I did smoke one clutch, oh, but I mean, dude, I that thing. <laughs> I will say that Suzuki was bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyhow, um, this year the Husky, KTM, Honda, and Cowie were relatively unchanged, virtually unchanged. The Honda had a new battery. It's just a different vendor. Um, the gas gas was all new, but it's realistically unchanged because it's just the KTM platform that we had last year. And the Yamaha has a new chassis and a revised engine, right? It's like a cam chain, Pat? Yes. Yeah, mostly yeah. durability. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because I came into it with a notion of how I'd rank things because, you know, the bikes were unchanged and everything. And I, I don't know. Like, so how did you how I'm I'm curious like from like all of us, right? I feel like we all had like came into it with like a different mentality on how we were going to rank these bikes. What was your guys' like mentality and how much time did you guys spend like with each bike, right? Did you guys like spin each like go to each station and like try to like get the bike set up for you? Like or did you guys just do sag um or did you guys like do clickers as well? Yeah, I mean like driving to the track this morning, I had that same. I'm like, "Oh, you know, three of the bikes are the same and mm -hmm. we tested them last year. But, uh, after my first moto, it, I mean, at the end of the day, like every track deserves its own setup. And I think <laughs> some bikes do better at other tracks. So like I did my first moto, um, and you know, that all went out the window, which is pretty cool. And I mean, not everyone that watches this is just going to ride Kahia. So like yeah. when we set up a bike or we go to Kahia and we do, a shootout or whatever, like take it for what it is. It, that's one track. This, mm -hmm. the bikes do so well at other tracks. Right. And like some catered to specific things and like different scenarios. But yeah, I think my outcome was pretty much the same as last year with the exception of the Yamaha. Um, I mean, yeah, it, they're, they they act completely different on different tracks. And yeah. so I'd, I'd notice that right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how, but, how did you yeah. guys sort of... I felt, the, I felt the same way. I came in here thinking, okay, I've, I've been riding the Kawasaki and the Honda, and I felt that, okay, I know these bikes, and these are going to do well here. And, and I kind of already, I kind of thought I'd fit them in in a certain way, and it completely changed. Yeah. It completely changed after the first couple bikes I rode, which were not the Cowie or the Honda. And like you said, it's definitely, we can do this at every single track around, and we'd have different outcomes yeah it's, it's, just the way it is. it's literally just a testament to how close these bikes actually are right you know it, right. it, it it's subjective <laughs> at the end of the day you know pat might like something that i think is not good or vice versa yeah you know? so yeah it was interesting um but i thought the track today definitely gave us a wide range of like scenarios to mm -hmm. really kind of you know see how they would do in in certain um situations so yeah and it, and it was crazy just sort of seeing like the like the you know listening to all of your guys's like opinions on each bike and everything and it was sometimes it's like totally different to mine but i feel like yeah we have like this group of people but we're all different and we have all different types of riding styles in each way right mm -hmm. um and i and i think that was cool like you know like something that gels for dawn is completely opposite for me right so it just it caters like i, I might be brutally honest about something but then Don could say something about the motorcycle and it'd be totally different just because, you know, we have different views on things, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just sort of went in, like, with my mentality today. 
I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to set this egg. And it's just like, I rolled it off the showroom floor, you know, like every track's different. I'm not going to mess around with clickers, do anything like that. I am going to toy with the, the mapping, which I did, but for the most part, I'm going to hop on one of these things and I'm just going to see how the comfort level feels. I'm, I was just going to try and just grip it and rip it right off the bat to mm-hmm. sort of see which one I did feel like the most comfortable with. So I, I had a little different approach and, and Don, you touched on the track prep which is pretty interesting because we don't have a big group of guys. So most of the time when we show up to a prep track, there's not enough guys to really Make break the rough. track mm-hmm. in uh, really well. And so we're, whenever they rode last, track was pretty rough. Uh, it had pretty big ruts, ruts that wouldn't have developed if it was just you know the 10 of us, let's say, mm-hmm. that were out riding today. Uh, but it, it clearly it got baked. It got hard um, the other day w- whenever they rode. So when they threw water down today, we had like hard packed, slick, with some prep, the jump faces were clean. So we had some softer, we had some hard pack, we had some, like I said, hard pack baked chop. So it was really a good uh, test for the bikes. And, and Alex, to answer your question, yeah, we go through and set the bars. Uh, like I'd set the bars for myself, I'd set the, the, the lever, set the sag. Most of these bikes, as we've talked about, are unchanged. So I know what I like on them. So I, yeah. I just jump right in and go, hey, look, I know I want three clicks of rebound on this, and I want a couple clicks of compression. Let's not waste our time. Mm-hmm. I, 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 most of these bikes are sprung a little soft for me, so I need you know a little bit here and there. But I know what most of that is, with the exception of the Yamaha and the uh, Gas Gas, which is you know pretty dramatically trained uh, changed. So I thought today was a great a, a great opportunity to test the bikes in a wide variety of of conditions, and it got dry during certain parts of the day traction control became kind of an issue they throw water down it gets slick it'd be wet slick it'd be dry slick mm-hmm. so um it was really good and then i i, I really like fox race because it does have some big jumps mm-hmm. right out of corners and when you're testing a 250 that's a pretty good metric for hey how hard does this bike accelerate out of corners i'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys would notice hey that big tabletop on the back for instance was easier to do on this bike than that bike yeah and so it while we might not have big hills or something to, to really test the power. Um, I think I think like some of those big jumps are a good metric to, to gauge how fast is this bike accelerating. Yeah, I thought the jumps were uh, very telling, right? Because mm-hmm. like the big tabletop, the one by the by the pits. Yeah. I struggled to get over it on a couple bikes. Like didn't even come close on a goal. Mm-hmm. On one, I downsided it perfect every time I tried mm-hmm. it. You know, and then even at the step up up yeah. after it. I actually, on the Yamaha, I went all the way to the bottom of the landing. And I was like, really? oh, wow, this is sick. <laughs> you know, so yeah. different different uh, things you could learn from the jumps is not only how the bike jumps, but how effective the power is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even set the bars or the levers or do anything. Neither, I didn't <laughs> really? do that either. Yeah. I just, just Really? Like, I, was I like, think I rode the gas gas after you, and it, like I hopped on it. I thought I was about to do a cliffhanger over the first jump. No, I didn't change uh, anything. <laughs> that was just the bars. Oh, yeah? Is that what it was? <laughs> okay, was all right. It did, I thought I was the only one. It did have a funny bend to it. Yeah. yeah those bars yeah, were a little, little tall. You know, I don't know. Is it just me, or does that silver make them look really skinny? They look like spaghetti noodles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look like, yeah. A, like a, was it 7 eighths? Yeah. yeah. It looked like yeah. a 7 eighths no crossbar bar. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then no map switch or anything. It, it's just yeah. bare up there. Yeah, yeah. it's just bare. I like I like no buttons. That was good. Yeah. Hey, did you guys have any issues on the Austrian bikes, like turning the bike off and turning it on, like the button not yeah, working? Yeah, they, they they 
They didn't work for me sometimes. Yeah, well, is that something to do with the clutch? Does the clutch have to be pulled in? No, all I I think the I couldn't get the, the thing buttons out. are hard. They're flush with the rest of the with the housing, right? And it's on the right side. Like, yeah. I understand like starting the bike is on the right side, but I'm always like going for the left side. I like they the, wanted the, to eliminate a button. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but like the the function of it wasn't wasn't really working for me today. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the bikes, right? Okay. So. Let's start with the all new, new, right? The Yamaha YZ250F, all new, new chassis, revised engine. Um, I guess the fashion fickle thing first. We got the 50th anniversary, or is it 60th? 50th. 50th. 50th anniversary special edition, which looks like Bradshaw's 93YZ, right? White with pink and purple. It's grown on me, but at the same time, I, I just think blue is Yamaha. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, for me, I wasn't even old enough at that time to, to really. Remember, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I've seen photos and like it, I've seen it in the past. Yeah. But it doesn't hit as hard for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like seeing so a you're white. like, that's the I WMX mean, we edition. Up, <laughs> right. Right. Like we grew up sort of like with the, with the yellow Yamaha, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it like uh, 2009? Yeah. Eight or nine? Oh, yeah. There? Yeah. With that, like, with but, the weird like. Uh, well, 06, they, they came out with the white one. Right. Yeah, 06, they had a white one, and then they had that, that yellow one that they did at uh, Unadilla. I remember DB. With that weird film strip looking yep. black yeah. stripe. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to date myself, but I was, a, I was a good novice at the time, and Yamaha was paying a lot of contingency, and I bought a, a 125 and a 250, and I, I thought, at the time, I thought it looked badass. I thought it was cool, and Bradshaw was a legend, and so I, I was really stoked with that bike. And Yamaha was paying like 500 bucks a weekend per class. And I thought I was going to just rake in all kinds of money. And I cartwheeled those bikes a lot. I never, I, I couldn't finish a race, <laughs> oh, but, uh, but I was, but I was excited about it. And so I, I think it's kind of fun. I do like the Yamaha blue, but mm-hmm. it does bring back a lot of cool memories. I remember getting those bikes and being pretty stoked about it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Looks good. But I, I'm kind of like with you with the, uh, you kind of like set on the blue. Yeah, and not so much. And like the, the, in the 2024 blue graphics, like in there, like it looks, it looks nice. It's like a darker blue, yeah. and it just, it just roll. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beyond the looks, um, obviously, I think Pat and I and A Ray are probably real comfortable on that bike because the chassis, the same as last year's the 23 YZ450F, slim. Uh, I think it handles just like my 450. Like it's. it's uh, I mean. For me, obviously, like it, it's definitely a lot lighter because it's a 250F. But um, the 450 Yamaha, like this year, I raced it, you know, all year, and uh, I, I had issues with lean angle, like like say coming from like the right hand side of the track and sort of you know squaring the turn up and shooting to the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had issues with that, but with this bike, I I. I made it a point today whenever I was riding it to do, you know, some lean angle traction stuff and like, you know, and just try to carve the track in like a different direction. And, and this bike is a lot, a lot better than, than the 450 in that area. I I think maybe just because it's lighter, yes, it's the same frame, but you know, I mean, you're having a lot lighter moving parts, you know, Mm -hmm. versus a, versus a big 450. So I love the thing. The engine was the engine was amazing. It almost felt like it had a lighter flywheel on it, because like it revved quick. It was super exactly, nice. Yeah. It was peppy. Um, I even I even pulled over and I asked Ulrich. I'm like, hey, like, do you guys have like um, 
like the GYTR or, or something like a filter cage in this thing that you ain't telling us about, like, <laughs> like cutting the, the yeah, screen out of it yeah. or something to give it more air because dude, like it just felt so torquey and throaty and just super nice. Like I loved it. Yeah. The engine, uh, when I first got on the bike, it was like the fourth bike I rode. I just jumped on it. I'm like, Brad, and it caught me off guard. I did an A-ray in the GoPro. Like, Oh fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Whoa. But, uh, the engine is super impressive. And, the bike for me leaned over well and everything. They they put the sag exactly where I wanted it, you know. Unlike the 450 last year, they weren't like, no, you're wrong. What, what were yeah. they saying last year? What 97 or something? Like that? It was tall in the back. It yeah, was, last it was year tall. at at the goat farm they put it at 95, uh-huh. and at the Seven. intro they put me at 100, and I was asking for 105, and yeah, but it was great today. I loved I loved the Yamaha. And you ran 105 today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so did I. Yeah, yeah I, I think did. I ran 105 as well. Um, but honestly, I could have gone up maybe to like a hundred, I think a hundred would have been perfect. Cause I felt like the rear could have been up just a little bit more and it would have been perfect for me. Hmm. Like, I mean the fork, did, did you guys think the fork was soft? Cause I thought it was great. It was so. soft only in a couple of places where, you know, the, uh, coming towards the, the starting area where you had the ones like bumps and then the double, mm-hmm. it went really deep for me on the face of that double, but that was like one place on the track that did it. Yeah. There was a, there was like a, I don't know if it was a hole, a breaking bump or, or what in the back section after like the hip jump going mm-hmm. down that thing on the outside, you jump that right, yeah. right. and then that boom. Yeah. Yep. Other bikes, dude, I swear. Like I thought that on one of the bikes that I rode, like the whole <laughs> front wheel was just going <laughs> to blow out. Yeah. But the Yamaha just punched right through it. I didn't feel anything in my hands. It just soaked it right up, um, with the fork. So yeah, that was, that was impressive for me. Um, yeah, that, I, that's, that's that was a good. Things. That was a good spot to to see how I mean stable the stability also. Yes, and that's what I enjoyed about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good section. You know what's me. crazy about the the Yamaha, and it's such a little detail, but the the shape of the seat is round. Mm-hmm. It's not like your traditional like squ- square. 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 Yeah. And what was cool is like if you were in the corner and you felt like you needed to get over a little bit more, all you had to do is just drop a little bit lower, and the mm-hmm. thing like you didn't have that hang up on that ninety or forty five. You know, mm-hmm. but like just that little detail. You know, it's funny about you saying that, right? Last year, there were some people thinking that the seat was too skinny on the 450. Like, oh, it's cutting my butt in half, you know? And like, yeah. There's some companies making a bigger foam for it, but like you picked yeah, up thought, on it as a positive. Right? Oh, I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, it's like you can just roll off the seat a little bit and, and stay in position, which is huge. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense why we haven't gone to that <laughs> like it just makes total sense to me you know like you're just able to move around a little bit more and like we've been so stuck on the the flat seat with the you know sharp corners, corners yeah so hmm. it's pretty cool yeah Ari, you were talking about the suspension and that's one of the things that really stands out to me when we do a like don said at the beginning we we've spent time on all of these bikes over the last couple months doing intros and spending time on them on the local tracks uh, a little less time on the Yamaha because we just got it. But when you get the bikes back to back, you can really start nitpicking things apart. And, and handling is one that I really notice a lot in, in uh, suspension in particular. I'll get on other bikes and go, hey, this suspension feels good. This feels pretty plush and, and it feels pretty comfortable and it's good bottoming resistance. And then you get on the Yamaha and it's like, hey, this is another level. Like the plushness <laughs> Dude, at the beginning yeah. is so plush, but probably even more important is the bottoming resistance it's it's got a really substantial stroke and a lot of a lot of bikes 
they get a harshness in the mid-stroke. And the Yamaha has... It's progressive uh, all the way down it's through, It's progressive right? all the way through. It's got really good bottoming resistance, but it never gets harsh. Yeah. It's like, wow, this thing's very confidence-inspiring in that hole that you were yeah. talking about on the back straight. There's a little bump that sends you up into the air, and you're landing right in this pocket. And every time I'd cringe, and on the Yamaha, it's like, don't even notice it. I don't, I don't know if like this will make any sense, but I, like I always think of it like this. I, I know we're not talking about the Kawasaki right now, but I was just, I, I want to like refer it to the Kawasaki mm-hmm. uh, because like when you when you talk about the Yamaha fork, right? It's just like a progressive ramp all the way through the stroke, right? And it's so crazy because like I, I hit that same bump on the Cowie. And I always think about it as like a, like an upside down triangle, like the f- big like flat spot is like the top. I'd be like, okay, yeah, like this feels good, feels good. And then it, like you hit something like super hard, and the thing just freaking falls through all the way to the bottom, just boom, and blows your hands off. Yep. You know, and it it was crazy to me that like, I, I don't know how much different they are. I mean, they're both KYB forks. I guess this is just like a like a setting that that OEMs just sort of come up with that that are i guess suitable for all people um I, I like i'm curious to see like your thoughts on the yamaha suspension because like you're you're a little bit lighter right smaller guy right is this it was it stiffer for you or was it decent like did it, it feel was, okay it was definitely stiffer but it gives you trust that the harder you go it's mm-hmm. going to get you through it yeah and that's what helps yeah, it's good because it's like it's almost like a buffer, right? Like, yes, it's a little bit stiffer, so you give up a little bit, but it could also get you out of like a right. sticky situation. Yeah. But, you know, and that's that the way I looked at it when yeah. I started riding it. Yeah, heck yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, the the Yamaha. Um, it that that bike last year was amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the biggest concern that I had is like, like, how could you step away from a bike that's absolutely dominating right at, even at the pro level like they have such a good base to start with that like how do you step away from that i think the changes that they made on the new bike um it, it felt it felt very similar to the 450 in the way that you sat on it how it felt you know like initially you think it's the 450 until you start riding it and then it completely changes compared to the 450 the 450 i felt like had a little bit and this might be set up and the first thing that i asked him right away I was like, did you guys, uh, are you still on the setting that you had for the 450 when you initially mm-hmm. said it? And they were like, no, you know, we set that bike up back east and we've changed a little bit, right? And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to set it to 105. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. And, and it felt so much more balanced. But like you said, the bottoming resistance is the biggest thing. And and the Cowie, I mean, there was a couple times where you hit that bump coming down that hill and my hand came off or, or it, like, it would make a God awful sound to it. <laughs> it. I'm like, Whoa. But every time that happens, you back it down a notch, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the, the Yamaha, it very confidence inspiring bike yes. for sure. Yeah. For the sure. power, was amazing too. Like I think the biggest jump or the best jump to gauge power today was that tabletop Table, yeah. because every time I came around the corner, I would go high up in the berm and just, drop the clutch and just hold it wide open off the Mm -hmm. face of that thing and like i'm not like a little bit like cable tapped out wide open you know to the stop to the stop (laughs) and and the yamaha every single time just 
ride over it, tap the brake a little bit, downside it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right there too, like uh, some of the bikes, I was tapped out in second. Like I can't oh, shift. Dude. It just boom. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Then Yamaha shift up to third, just whoa, like it pulls straight yeah. up the thing. The other map that they had programmed, which isn't a map that comes with the bike, but the it's Steve Tolkarski map. Right. It's the Steve map. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool because like I could create my own map. You can create your own map all lives on your phone and you just upload it right yeah that was the one that he set and he's put a lot of time on that bike um and i think he he said that he just brought up the the low end of the engine a little bit just to give it a little bit more grunt off the bottom mm-hmm. and then the over rev, over rev um which is another feature that yamaha has he brought it out even longer so like i don't know the, the yamaha i was super impressed super oh, impressed we're not talking about like where we're Ranking, ranking these, no, yeah. we're just talking about the bike, so okay. You haven't said much, Beto. No, no, I, I that was the first bike I rode, okay. yeah. So it was uh definitely changed my mind as we were talking about what you kind of go into expecting, and it definitely changed my approach to the way I was going to you know look at the other bikes, a couple of bikes that I'd ridden already. I, I liked the, the the only thing I really had a problem with is just how loud it is that's the only thing oh that, yeah that, uh, that's, yeah it's obnoxious. That's the only thing that bothers you know you get that out, <laughs> yeah. out of the way and it's 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 a fun bike to ride it Heck definitely yeah. has you know once you get it adjusted and get it to the right tracks and do what you have to do that's i think that's a really really good bike to have yeah yeah really enjoyed it's it. so funny the the airbox is so distinct oh, like yeah. you'll be at a supercross or outdoor motocross or something and you'll just you don't even have to see the bike coming around but you know, it's, you know it's a Yamaha. And like that was the first thing I noticed. Because on the low end, when you're putting through the pits or whatever, you don't notice it, right? And then all of a sudden, you like go through the gate and you're getting ready to get on the track and you give it a little bit of gas and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> this yeah. thing's like. You feel like you're in a jet. Or yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. Hear, you can hear the air just sucking through there. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You, know what's, you know what's cool about that bike? You were talking about how you can adjust the maps. And, and uh, Tokarski making that map that he made for us today is usually you can shift power one way or the other, but just like you were, you were describing, more low yeah. and more overhead. Yeah. Broader, and to yeah. do that, that's that's very difficult to do. And we'll get into that a little bit more when we talk about uh, a couple of the other bikes. But that that's pretty impressive. When he told me that, he goes, yeah, I added more low end and I added more overhead. I'm like, wow, <laughs> how, how'd you do that? Which Fantasy for most, land settings, right? Like, yeah. for the most part, if the ECU is locked, like they do that for a reason because you go outside of those parameters and you blow up an engine. You're blowing it up. Yeah. Right. So like there's obviously a lot more to that engine and that engine can give so much more. So they've built it into the app so that you can kind of ex- expand that power, which I think is, is really cool. Very cool. Uh, I will say this, you know, like about the power of the bike. I mean, I don't know if, Don, you you spent some time in the 350. I rode your 350 um, the other day. I will say, like, I mean, this is this is bold, but I'll say that the YZ250F is closer in power to the KTM 350 than what I chose second on the on the shootout. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, it's powerful for sure. Yeah, I I think mm-hmm. I think I think the YZ250 is closer in power. To the 350 than any other any other 250F. Well, it's proved it on the racetrack. We know that. Yeah. So yeah. It definitely yeah. has the capability. Yeah. To do a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go uh, from one white bike to the next. So the Husky. 
I wrote the Husky first today, right? And I wrote it in theoretically would be the best track conditions of the day. Like when we got there before it got even rougher and it was nice and watered. Um, I was surprised. I asked, I asked them how many hours are on this bike? Because typically the Austrian bikes, if they have zero hours on them, you get them, they have that high friction, slow revving feel. I thought the Husky rev pretty quick today. I was surprised. I was like, is this like a 10 hour engine? And they're like, no, 1.5. So I was really impressed with the Husky as my first bike. Um, things pretty soft suspended for me. Um, 10 mil. It's hard to believe that you could say, Oh, I could feel that 10 mil. That the suspension is lower. Uh, I feel like I could feel it. Like it, it tips in nice and corners and stuff. But the suspension feels to me like it's set up for a beginner or a casual cruise around rider because it was pretty soft. Um, kudos to WP. I clicked in on the compression adjuster and uh, was able to stiffen it up. But again, I knew I had five other bikes to ride, so I just messed with it a little bit. But Husky's good. I could ride it all year, I think, but it wouldn't be my favorite bike by any means. So I, I, I liked the Husky more than I thought I was going to today also. And, and kind of the, I got kind of the same impression. I was expecting it to feel a little more muted than the KTM. The KTM airbox breathes a little bit better. They, mm -hmm. they, all, they all have a different airbox configuration, and it does change the power pretty dramatically. Um, but I just remembered the Husky being a little more muted, and it was – remarkably peppy today i thought yeah. it was, i thought it was it was better than i expected and i had a good time on it and i appreciate what husky is trying to do by uh, making the distinction between the austrian brands and the sh mm -hmm. and the shorter suspension and those types of things it's just not aimed at me right i'm over six feet i i need a little bit more room between the handlebars and the ground anyway you know especially tight ruts and that type of thing i'm catching yeah. my legs and hitting them up into the handlebars that type of thing probably bad technique but um lower suspension just isn't for me. So I feel a little bit more cramped. I feel a little bit, uh, it's a little too tight. And I also noticed that it, it, it feels like it's through the, uh, supple part of the suspension a little bit, you get through it quicker. So it feels harsher, faster. Mm. So that, that I kind of felt a little bit more rider feedback. I felt that it was a little bit spiky and, uh, the lower suspension settings, like I said, is not, not for me. I recommend this bike to a lot of people. I've got so many buddies that ride Huskies. They say, mm -hmm. hey, what do you, what should I get? And I go, hey, you really like this? You'd like the smoother, broader power? You'd like the lower suspension, the lower center of gravity, all of these things? Yeah. It's just it's just not for me. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. I didn't, I'd, I'm going to be honest, like th this would be great for, um, you know, a lot of people. I think it would be a great, great bike. But for me, I, I did not gel with it at all. Um, I just... I mean, to be honest, like the the front end, um, I don't know if it was the air fork, steel frame, whatever it was. I just couldn't feel any um, uh, comfort. I couldn't feel, I, di I didn't have any uh, shit, uh, cons consistency, honestly. Like every time I came into a corner, it felt different. Like we were over there doing sections. It felt like the bike felt like a chopper, maybe. I mean, I had this sag set, you know, but you know, on that end, it's it's a... 
you know, it's a softer motorcycle, you know, softer setting, but it felt like I was just like in the meat of the stroke at all times. And every bump that I would hit, it would either go left, it would go right, it would go up. up. Yes, yeah. it, went it went up, up when time. I was watching. And it was just like, it was either like trying to get into a rut. It was either the back end sliding out or the front end pushing out or something. I could never just settle into a rut and get out. And uh, that was something that I struggled with um, on the bike. Yeah. Also for you? Yes. Okay. So, so because they have the same valving mm -hmm. other than the custom shorts. Yeah. So, so the valving yeah. and the and that's the whatever. I I will say I will say that the KTM was a little. I rode the KTM really? first, right? So like I I rode the, all the Austrian brands at whenever the the track was at its best and it had the most traction, and I still mm -hmm. felt like I had the least traction. Like I mean I rode. I rode the other bikes at, at the end of the day, and I felt like I could stick to the ground better um, with blue groove than I could, you know, whenever the truck was prepped a little bit more and watered. Um, I will say that the you could definitely tell with the power, with the you know the, the way the airbox is on the Husky, you know. Um, yeah, I, I just it was one of those things where it's weird, right? You know, you talk about you know. You know, it's 10, 10 mil lower, right? Is that on the fork and the shock? Or yeah, it's, it's on both. both. Yeah, okay. It's both. Because, like, you go back a couple of years ago, I mean, how many people were, you know, taking their subframes to metal check Chuck and, you know, yeah. getting them cut Drop. 10 mils? Yeah. And then and then now it's, like, everything's, like, up, stink bugged, all this. Like, the complete opposite. It's just, like, you know, evolution of the sport. But um, this one, I, I just... I yeah, I mean... Um, if, like I said, if you're going to be bashing walls yeah. and, like, just beating the hell out of the bike, Husky's not for you. Yeah. You know? But if you're going to be on the vet track, cruising around, you're looking for something plush, that, that's the bike, you know? Yeah, I think every bike has a target consumer that's good for. Right. Definitely. For sure. Uh, what should we go next? Let's go red, Honda. So the Honda's unchanged. Uh, you were... Of, of all of us, you spent the most time on the Honda because you rode it the other day and then you raced it. Um, you, what did you think about the CR350? What stands out the most for me was the cornering ability. It was just so stable and it cornered so well. It was, um, I like the cornering. The, uh, I like that you can, I thought the engine was good. You can actually, I, I found myself shifting up a little bit quicker than I would normally on other bikes. And it would pull. It would still pull. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, a fun. No, it was, yeah, it was a it was a good bike. I hey, enjoyed it. I rode the Honda after you. Yeah, you had it on the soft map. You had it on map two. He had it on map two, which I think should be eliminated. Yeah, get rid of it. Did you think the Honda was slow? Did you Did you go through some maps? No, I went. I, I tried them both. Okay, because I got there on the bike and it was on three. the three. And I'm all pa. Oh, well, so there's, if there's three, then I probably I probably only tried two. Okay. Well, no, they put me in the most aggressive one first. Okay, that's So fair. I went out there like that, and I just wanted to try the other one, so yeah. Yeah. I thought the Honda was a lot of fun. Um, I think I was... What was I talking about? Dude, it, it was the... It, it was, cornered great. It was the best cornering bike that I rode all day. Yeah, that rut near the start area. I went through that rut every lap, and I didn't hit it on any other bike. So to me, the Honda was a very great cornering bike whether it was a rut or like kind of sliding or sliding under power 
Um, everything about the CR, handling-wise, for me, was top-notch. I the, the engine, I don't know. I mean, the engine had good low end, I thought. I think good it, roll on everything, but I... Dude, I never got over that tabletop one. Yeah. Well, no, it's like it had good low end and it had good top end. Like, it had good feel. Yeah. It just was a few steps below the KTM and Yamaha. You know what I mean? It just it just wasn't... Power-wise, it just wasn't there, you know? I mean, yes, like, if, if you're looking for a great corner in motorcycle, I mean, you can, you know... Like, I mean, it wouldn't take much to, you know, get this bike uh, up to speed. Obviously, yeah. one... Right three of the four titles this year yeah yeah no i i think i think handling wise this is this is the best or one of the best you know cornering you know i mean even straight line stability i was i was a little iffy on it too just because i had had ridden the the honda last year but on the 450 side um it's just crazy how how good these two pdfs feel right Mm -hmm. dude it's it's crazy to me how how like like more power can can really upset a motorcycle but like <laughs> yeah. how good it is like whenever you put your leg over a honda you know it's a honda you know like if i was blindfolded and i threw my leg over a honda it would know yeah, you i know. would know you know just like with like just how tight nimble just how high quality everything sort of feels right agreed yeah I, I i love riding the honda i i think it's fun and especially in map 3 it's got good punch down low. It's pretty exciting. Uh, it's got pretty good hit, and uh, but it, I, I just think everything about that bike is fun. The ergonomics are exceptional. The thing is so comfortable. Uh, I've never heard anybody get on a Honda and say it's uncomfortable. Uh, slim. It feels light. It's nimble. It it uh, it corners better than anything. And like I said, in in Map Three, it's got pretty good punch down low, and so I really enjoy it. I think it's a really fun bike to ride. The the chassis is stiff. It's got some issues. Um, suspension's pretty good. Yeah, so it's got some it's got some chassis chassis issues. It's a little bit stiff, and uh, so like like you were saying, Alex, it's most of the time it's good. Straight line stability is pretty good. It's just once in a while you hit stuff and it reacts right. differently than yeah. you expect. And you go, yep. wow, where did that come from? And so having that in the back of your mind, for me anyway just kind of takes my confidence level down a little bit. It kind of puts me a little bit on defense. And, uh, but when you, when you can ride offensively and that bike's great, right? If, if you could just get whatever Honda has done to their bikes internally at the factory <laughs> level, they've got it dialed. Cause you watch those bikes and they don't do anything goofy, no. especially the 250. But the ones I've ridden every once in a while, things go out of bounds and it's like, well, why, why did that happen? Yeah. Why did that happen? That bike, the Honda, is it's a precision motorcycle, right? Like if you ride the line, you hit all your marks, it handles amazing. You step outside of that, that occasional bump that catches you off weird, like it's enough to slow you down a little bit, right? I think the engine overall, yes, it's not the most powerful engine in the class, but it's a good engine. Like the power's usable, it's predictable, like it just lacks a little bit of that overall horsepower i think but it's it's totally like from top to bottom totally usable map three is the only map i stayed in i mean i did one lap in the soft map and it was like nope (laughs) right straight back you know um but yeah from the honda like if you have good technique and you're hitting your marks that thing handles really really well 
Um, I just I would like to see a little bit more power out of it. Sure. Sure. And then also like I'm not the most clean (laughs) rider out there. There's a couple like every single lap I'll have a big moment or something. And on the Honda that just magnifies it, you know, like you'll just, you'll, you'll feel it. So, yeah. Uh, one red bike to the other gas, gas, all new for 2024. Um, familiar cause it's last year's new KTM chassis. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. First off, I want to comment on the looks, right? They went from gas, gas graphics yeah. to like none. Nothing. It's just this little texture. It's like a gradient. Yeah. Like gradient. just a little shadow at the edge of it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. It's cool. It looks cool. All red yeah. motors. I like red. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of like the look of it. Um, yeah. It looks yeah. sharp. Yeah. Definitely. Even the shape of the plastic, like, it, it looks really, really sharp and just clean. You know? about, yeah. How clean is that transition from the seat to oh, the yeah. tank? The seat tucks under the tank really nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, they've, they've paid attention to some details there. It's, it's good. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I rode the gas gas second, I think. Yeah, I rode the Husky first, and I got on the gas gas. And I got over the tail thought better on the gas gas than I did on the Husky. And I'm like, wait, okay, there's no map switch. Which map is it in when you can re- compare it to the other bikes? It's in map one, right? Mm-hmm. But map one has a bigger hit down low, I think, uh, which probably helped me at my lame level get yeah, over that, that table. Me, that threw me for a loop right there not having a map switch well no just like with the with the mellow map being more hard hitting down low yeah down right. low and right. then the more aggressive map being like mellower but the having mid. a more of a broad range yeah so yeah. Like, i don't know it just threw me off guard when you think aggressive you're like all right fuck when i just throttle this somebody's about to go right yeah. <laughs> like and, and it was the complete opposite for me um yep. i i personally like like paula you have a lot of um jumps that are out of the corner like a lot of stuff that you got to like hurry up and get up and get up to speed so i personally today liked the mellow map on like all of the austrian bands better than i did the aggressive map hmm. it's almost to a point to where it's like okay when you get to the like more outside stuff maybe you'll hit the button in the air or something like switch it back and <laughs> forth but i mean yeah yeah i almost i almost think we shouldn't even call it the aggressive map and the mellower map because it's like the white map was low end and the green map was top end. Yeah, get rid it, of that sticker and, ju- yeah. and just do it that way. Low, yeah. top. You and, know? And I, I talked to Andy about that. Obviously, we're talking about the gas gas right now, which doesn't even have the yeah, switch. Yeah, doesn't even have yeah. the switch. But, but I was talking to Andy about it, and he goes, yeah, we, we put a lot of work into making a big difference in between the two maps. Yeah. And, and I always I spent a lot of time in the green map last year, and at this particular track, it wasn't it just wasn't usable. Yeah. And too, too many tight turns, and... And you get on it, and you have to you have to fan the clutch and stuff to get up to speed. The white map was where it was at today um, on on the Austrian bikes. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, I thought the uh, I thought the gas gas was really soft though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, suspension like wise or motor wise? Suspension wise. Well, it's yeah. got the cast like, clamps too. Yeah, um, it's funny because earlier I was talking about like, oh, the front end is so flexy, and I thought it was just the bars, but then I caught. Uh, Pat reminded me that it's got the cast clamps. I'm all okay. That's what that is. Then. Yeah, it has a different swing arm as well, right? No, the swing arm's the same, but it's got a it's it has its own uh, valving spec. It's got a European spec, which is much softer. Yeah. So it's got a, a softer valving than the Husky and the um, KTM. The KTM, and and that's not for me. It, I, it's just too much movement. So obviously they're they're angling for three different market segments. Yeah. And 
this thing's angled for comfort, right? It's got a, it's got a smooth, broad power delivery, and it's got soft suspension, and it's got flexi clamps and uh, a more flexible bar than the KTM. So this thing's really aimed at comfort, and uh, we've talked about it a little bit. It's just too much movement for me. Yeah, I mean, it's too in- too too soft. I get what they're what they're trying to do, and some people really like this a lot because it is yeah. very comfortable, and there was a lot of flex, and it was very compliant. Yeah, um, I think most of us here are probably a little too aggressive for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like like to your point where you're saying like just like a little bit of a reference whenever you're saying like wallowy mm-hmm. and like so much movement, it's almost like like when you're going through a turn, it's almost like you're like sitting on a waterbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. yep. yeah. You know, like. It, it was weird to me. Like I was, I felt that wallowing like a lot. Right. But it was, it felt the valving felt super soft, but at the same time coming into the corners, it like maybe the rebound was, was a little fast or something, but the bike felt super tall, but it was still like soft and it like, it would, it would never settle into the rut. And it was yep. just like, kind of like tall going around the turn, but it was still just like wallowy. It was so weird to me. Yep. Yeah. Well, I you know, what's, it, what's, I felt it rode ahead. a lot like the uh, the softness, the flesh, just like the husky. Yeah, you know, but then a bit soft with the clamps. So yeah. that was the difference there for me. And in the handlebars, just I couldn't get used to it. It was just very different from the other five bikes that we rode today. Well, you know what's funny about that is a, a couple of years ago I tore my knee up and uh, I I came down like I don't know three months into a seven month uh, injury. And uh, Donnie says, hey, just cruise around a little bit. And even though it was the old frame style, Gas Gas had a softer suspension setting. And so I'm riding around at like 50%, let's say. And I got on the Gas Gas and I went, wow, this thing is really comfortable. Yeah. You know, riding at this speed, I get it. This is, this is cool. Um, I, I really enjoyed it at the level that I was riding. At the level I was riding today, you know, I'm blowing through the stroke a lot and right. can't get it to can't get it to set in the corner. It's not very deliberate. Line selection was difficult, right? Because you're you're getting so much movement. But but when I was riding at a very cautious level, man, that thing was great. I liked it a lot. I think that the gas gas is everything that the husky should have. <laughs> like yeah. for me at least. You know? Yeah. It's uh like if I was to go out and buy a bike, get rid of the get rid of the lowering and all that the the gas gas is that version you know i really enjoy like the the top of the stroke in both the fork and the shock it's it's super plush you feel it going over the bumps you feel it moving and stuff but like you said you start getting on it a little bit and you sit into that corner and you're coming out and the thing's like moving around a little bit like i get a little bit of a pitch yeah yeah yeah. and and you know we had brand new tires on the on all the bikes Mm -hmm. so like i'm sure that helped but like I'll run my tires way too long and I'll have little tiny, (laughs) you know? So like if you get that wallow and then all of a sudden the tire steps out or something, you're, you know, you're going for a ride for sure. Um, But no, I I mean, I enjoyed the gas gas. It, it's kind of hard to compare because they're so close now, you know, like all of the Austrian bikes are pretty similar with with the exception of the KTM, but you still get the same feel, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's so weird. Like to me, I mean, other than the gas, gas, the gas, gas definitely didn't feel as rigid just with like, you know, the, the components that it has on it, you know, with the cast clamps, but dude, like both of the other Austrian bikes, they felt so rigid, which is like complete opposite of what you would think with the steel frame. Right. Mm -hmm. So to get rid of that, what would you, what would you do? To get rid of the rigidness? Yeah, to get rid of like the rigid feel. Well, I, 
I think on the Husky, you were probably in the bottom of the stroke. Yeah. And that's what made it feel. Right. So maybe you would just like stiffen the fork setting. Yeah. I think. In the shock setting, just everything. Honestly, between the Husky and the gas gas, you put a good set of suspension on there that's tailored to you and and your liking. Both those bikes are are weapons, you know. Mm -hmm. I I think, um, like you said, I think, or like he said, they're they're catering to a different audience all three brands but they're they're doing it in the suspension <laughs> you know like the the airbox and all that kind of changes the sound and definitely the ktm is a little bit more like of a race bike feel for sure but like you drill a couple holes in the in the airbox of the gas gas or the husky like you're gonna get that same sound you know yeah, you're right you're right back there yeah so like i think they're these slight differences in the austrian bikes they're just catering to it's a specific market. Yeah, yeah yeah well and the other, the other thing is is you said you rode these bikes all stock generally they're delivered stock at at the, at the track at like 10 and a half bar 10.7 bar uh we actually went up to 11 bar Did yeah. you do all, all three bikes across across the board so um on the gas gas i i did not because yeah. i thought that i was getting harshness from um almost I don't know. I just felt like if I went up in the pressure in the fork, that I would get more harshness. You know. So, but on the other ones, you went up to yeah, eleven. I went up to eleven. And yeah, Alex, I think you were just probably riding too low in the too stroke because because I felt the most comfort on the KTM and the Husky going up to eleven bar. I went in on the compression a little bit. I slowed the rebound down a lot on the yeah. shock uh, because, it, like I said, it, it's it's too much movement. All of those bikes. So it's a stiffen up the air to 11 bar, stiffen up the compression on the fork, stiffen the compression on the shock, hold the bike up a little bit more. So now you're able to utilize the plushness at the top, mm. but then uh, I slow the rebound down just to slow down some of that movement. So when you're coming into the corners and some of that wallowing that you were talking about, it takes some of that extra movement away. So it just calms the bike yeah. and you, you lose some of the pitchiness. And so everything just kind of mellows out and then the bike gets a lot more comfortable. And to your point, Hey, it's is probably the most comfortable air fork I've ever ridden. Oh, right? yeah. The, the the KTM especially. I, I liked this the more rigid feel of the KTM today uh, over the other two. The the gas gas has that European setting and the Husky's low. The the KTM felt great to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've ridden some like A kit stuff, some like really factory stuff, and that that air fork is. I mean, it's it's not as like rigid as the the factory stuff but definitely comparable mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's a it's a capable fork um and i like the fact that you can you can adjust it on the fly you know what i mean you can go up and down a spring rate without having to pull the fork apart you know mm -hmm. just get a little pump and do it like that's that's such an advantage that's that's really cool and then the fact that you can do all of the adjustments with your fingers even rebound on the shock oh i did it out on the track yeah <laughs> no, don't have to come in for a for a screwdriver because i Pretty mean cool. like unless you're an up-and-coming kid and you have people there watching you like with a screwdriver and a you know stopwatch and stuff like most of us are riding by ourselves if we go out and ride other than like if we do you know this stuff but like for me i'm, I'm like riding out to the track with a screwdriver in my boot Yep. And like stashing it at the fence, yep. <laughs> doing a lap and like trying to be like, oh yeah, okay, that section was a little was a little harsh in the rear, or whatever, and like, you know, yep. and then get back to the truck and forget what I even did, and then start all over again. <laughs> and forget you know? your screwdriver. Yeah, forget my <laughs> screwdriver while I'm driving out of the track. Like, 
you know, I, I, that convenience is, is a lot. And I think a lot of people that are probably watching this are in the same boat too, you know, like they might ride with their buddies or whatever, but most people that are like weekend warriors who hit the track, they might be out there by themselves and like having the ability to do that is, is huge. So that's pretty cool. Okay. So you guys, uh, throughout the gas gas review, you mentioned KTM quite a bit, right? So to me, the KTM is by far the best Austrian bike, the most ready to race. Um, yeah, it feels so racy. It's it's stiffer, rides a little taller for me. Engine is the strongest. I mean, even though it's in theory the same mapping and everything, something about that airbox breathes better. It does. Um, everything about the KTM today was meant for me today. Um, I'm comfortable with the way KTM's handle because. I've got a 350 that I ride quite a bit, and uh, yeah, that was... Is it the tallest out of the six that you rode today? On paper, is it? I think Gas Gas, oh, oh, out of, out of the like six of them. Out of the ones we rode today, the KTM tallest? I'm no, not does, sure. it feel, does it feel tall to you? It does, yep. it does. Um, is that is it a problem? No, is it too tall? no, it that, good. that one I felt Come the on, most he drives a Jeep with 40-inch tires. <laughs> Come on, Pat. <laughs> I felt comfortable on it. Yeah. I enjoyed the KTM. Yeah. I I really, good. really liked it. You yeah. know, I had no problems cornering with it. The stability was great. The power was good. And it gives you confidence to do things. It gives you that confidence to, okay, jumping, coming fast in the corners, breaking bumps. You know, some of the rough stuff that we're talking about at the on the backside, I didn't have a problem with that, with mm-hmm. it stepping out like, like some of the other bikes. Um, like we were talking about the Honda can get you in trouble if you are offline, right. you know, and it'll, it'll surprise you. I didn't, uh, I didn't have that doing the same things on like the KTM as I was doing with the Honda. Mm-hmm. So I re- I was really surprised because I felt, okay, this bike, I felt more of a pro level bike. I felt maybe I'll be more comfortable with the Husky cause it's shorter or the other bikes that I've ridden, but I got off that KTM. I was really impressed. Yeah. Heck yeah, no. I mean, I, that was the first bike that I that I rode today, uh, the KTM, and and I will say like you know the power was good. Um, the suspension, like you said, was like quite a bit stiffer. It was the stiffest of the Austrian group, um, the best power of the Austrian group. I feel like, and it, it almost I was I asked him I think I was like, hey, does it? Did you guys put race gas in this one? <laughs> and then like pumping the rest, like what, what what's going on here? But uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought you know overall um, it was a great bike. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing how much difference opening up that airbox does, right? Because you, you look at like where you grab the bike to lift it off the stand, mm-hmm. and it's wide open on the KTM dumping right into the into the airbox, and the other two are pretty closed off. It's it's amazing how much just that changes the engine character. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, oh gosh, man, like I, I I just remember growing up, my dad he would just like us being in Tennessee, right, and him just waiting at the door for the motocross action like jody wazel like what jetting to freaking put in you know to cr250 but like it's so much different on in tennessee versus like in california you know like the dirt you know the weather all this stuff god we need to have a shootout east <laughs> we need to have a shootout east yeah you know Monster mountain yeah dude hey do you remember riding there yeah that'd be sick well, hey, would, would you would you like get someone in a van to drive like all the bikes out like a van and a trailer guy behind yeah. the camera Dahmer. hey Dahmer <laughs> would love to go to the east coast dude 
Darwin would love to go to the East Coast. Monster Mountain's amazing. I've been there twice, and I and just I I would drive there. Yeah, I would drive there to go ride. Hey, can can we load? Can we load six bikes in a charter plane? Well, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just take one straight out of Bishop. Yep. But yep. no, like uh, you know, I think you know the track we had. We had everything today. We had hard pack. We had loam. Um, you know, we had big jumps. We had small jumps. We we had a we had a variety of stuff. Um, I would like to like see. Just sort. Of, I'm just sort of curious, you know, just how how well they would be like on a on a track like Monster Mountain, you know, mm-hmm. just to, just to, you know a comparison, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what what would you would you do you think that your like the way you ranked the bikes today? Do you think that that would change if you were at Monster Mountain? I would think for sure there'd be some differences. Yeah. Cause you, I don't cause think it you, would change my favorite. Okay. Well, next mini major, we'll just bring all the all the bikes out and just do a, a retest for East. <laughs> How about <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> all right. KTM, Cowie, next. Cali green next. bike, unchanged for this year. Uh, I liked it a lot last year. I like it a lot this year. Um, for me, it was one of my top choices, and it was could have won, I think. But uh, I had some problems with the front fork. Uh, doing some unpredictable stuff on me and I don't think it was a issue of clicking it to fix it. I think maybe a revalve or something, but, um, the Cowie's good. I, I just wish they had a handlebar button. The coupler things is kind of lame. And, uh, I tried the aggressive coupler and it was too aggressive for today, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I got over the tabletop on the Cowie. I, but, I like the Cowie. Yeah. I think I, I, that engine's fun to me, uh, especially with the aggressive <laughs> coupler. Although it was it was quite a bit today, especially late in the day when it got kind of baked and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that thing's loud too. Oh yeah, it's it's really loud. But it just sounds aggressive, and it uh, I I like the feel of it. I like the ergonomics. One of the things I really like about the Kawasaki being a taller guy is is all the adjustability that it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like dropping the foot pegs. I didn't do it today because it's a lot of work. Yeah. I, I know I like it because we've done it in the past. And then a lot of adjustability in the bars. It's just a big open cockpit if you want it to be. But it's also uh, it's slim and it's narrow, so it just feels fast sitting on it. It's I had fork issues also, and it's funny because I'm I'm a big guy and going pretty fast, um, and it's stiff. So I mean I th- I just think they missed. It's it's just got a harsh feel, and it's like man if it feels harsh to me they miss their mark for their target market. Mm-hmm. But despite the harsh feel in the fork, I think it's got a pretty good blend of good cornering and good straight line stability. Um, and uh, yeah, I enjoy that bike. I think it's a lot of fun. It was very close to the top for me as well. I I was a bit, uh, for me, totally opposite. It was it was a bit, um, honestly, it was a bit underwhelming. Uh, I I started with the, the just like the regular coupler. Green. I think yeah, green. the green. Yeah. And, and it felt a bit rich to me. Um, it was just like a bit like hesitant. So I went to the aggressive one. Yeah. And uh, the power was was quite a bit better. Um, the yeah i mean like it cornered well great stability um if you know it's cowie is one of those bikes that whenever you hop on it you're just going to be comfortable um right away just with the the way that they've got that frame um i believe it's just you know one of the more comfort frames just straight out of the bat you know it's not a rigid frame to me um 
I, I thought the fork was a bit, uh, I think I, I said it earlier, like a upside down trap triangle, but maybe like a bit, it was, it was, I guess a bit rigid up top, but then a bit shallow at the bottom. Blow through yeah, pretty easily for boom, you. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the shock was, it was quite the opposite. Like the shock had like good hold up. Like it was, yeah. it was pretty stiff and it was nice. Right. Um, I liked the shock, but, uh, but yeah, I th- for me, I, 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 I didn't gel with it as much as I did some of the other bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, coming from a KX 450, like it shares a lot of the characteristics. Obviously my bike at home has suspension and a pipe and all that, but like, I think the, the 250 wants to be ridden off, off the back of the bike. Mm-hmm. Like literally if you could just ride on the rear wheel all the way around the track, like coming out of corners, accelerating, like it does really well. The moment you shift that weight and you get on the brakes to the front, that's where you kind of lose a little bit of like comfort for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, some of those those uh, sections where it was super fast, like coming down that hill, down that straightaway, and then you get into the braking bumps before that corner. There were a couple times where I like get in, brake super hard, and just hand came off. Yeah, just it's like, it's like it was a bit low. It was a bit low. Yeah, fork where but, it was just in that. But shit. like not not like like rough suspension setup. Mm-hmm. Like I bottomed to the lugs and like had nowhere to go. You know, so like. I think the fork is the only thing that holds that bike back. Everything else, the sound, the rider triangle, you can throw it around. Like you can scrub the shit out of that bike. You know, you like it's it's a sick motorcycle. I just think that the fork needs an update. Yeah, you know. I felt the same, the same way. It was the fork that I had the problem with. Um, comfortable, everything ergonomics on it were good, but the fork, to me, I had a moment where. At the end of that straight, and I actually the only other moment I had was on the hip jump, coming down it, just got on the gas on the, and that was the only I did the same thing with every single bike, but for whatever reason I kind of ride up on the front a lot, and just had the back end coming out, and I thought, oh man, if I high side this is not going to be a good spot for it, but the fork was definitely harsh, you know I, I felt that and I didn't change it from can't remember i think you wrote it no 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 you wrote it before i got on it so i didn't make many changes other than sag um but i felt you know i'm not a heavy guy or anything it shouldn't really be this harsh you know i shouldn't be blowing through it the way i did and and granted the track did get a little bit uh rough especially certain sections uh engine was not too bad i mean you could definitely have fun with it but it definitely takes a little bit of work you'd have to go home and do make some changes and other than that, uh, just that fork. You know what's yeah. funny about this, right? You're you're nitpicking it, or we're all nitpicking things. But like, when you rode the Cowie the other day, but only the Cowie all day, you're like, sick, good bike. But that's what you get out of a it's, shootout. It's oh, what yeah. happens when you have other bikes. You yeah. Know, yeah, you can be go out on one bike and be completely happy with it, and not find one thing wrong with it. Yeah. But when you're now comparing it with you know, and this goes for all the bikes. You mm-hmm. know, you're all you're gonna have one bike that shines in this area and and where this bike isn't going to. And then, like you know, like Alex was saying, if we go to different tracks, how is it gonna? Yeah, you know, are you gonna be change different. your mm-hmm. your list? I think, uh, like, doing the shootouts 
and yes, we're spending a little amount of time on the bikes, right? But I think, like, I don't know about you, but like, growing up, I had different handlebars on bikes, like different grips, and I I would just adapt. I would just get like used to that bike. Like, I could tell my dad or whatever, like the suspension's great, and then you know, bring it in, and they're like, hey, you have like three hundred hours on that oil, (laughs) you know, like. And I'd be like, dude, it was running good, you know? Or, like, right before the bike blows up, like, that thing was ripping. It was going so <laughs> yeah. fast, right? And then I just, yeah, you just blow a valve through the top of the piston or something. But, like, um, having a little amount of time and then getting on a bike right after another, like, is so valuable. It's telling. It, oh, it, it – because you it, it points out certain features of bikes right away. Yeah, you notice the good things and you notice the shortcomings. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Mm-hmm. All right, so – we all rode all six. Let's just go through our favorites. Like, I think you liked orange. Yeah, KTM was my favorite for sure. I just felt like I was the most comfortable on that bike. And there were a couple corners, like there were some like weird like hip corners and stuff. Um, some of the bikes, like I would go wide into the rough area of the track where like the race line was. Mm-hmm. On the KTM, I feel like I could just put that thing anywhere and go anywhere I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, and um adding that pressure to the fork like i didn't have any bottoming problems um i felt like the yamaha engine was was better than the ktm Mm -hmm. had more power but i i really didn't see the need for it because the ktm had just enough to feel like i could get over everything throw it around slide it off the face of jumps and like just overall confidence was really really high with that bike the yamaha um why are we get we're not getting into the second places, but the Yamaha to me just like the the width issue that people had with the Yamaha mm-hmm. is no longer there, but it's still a little bit different. You get on the Yamaha and, and it's a little bit different compared to everything else. Um, so I think it would take some time for me to get used to that bike, and that's why I kind of put it underneath. Yeah. Overall, great bike. Just I, I kind of I think I the KTM caters more to my style for sure. Okay, Alex. Uh, I, I went with the Yamaha just, uh, I, I liked the way like the suspension, um, felt, uh, I liked how active, like, and just hyped up the engine felt like it was just like super, super exciting. Um, it didn't do anything funky. It was just like, it was, uh, it was a great motorcycle. Yeah. That's what I went with. I just went with yeah. the Yamaha. Yeah. I, uh, I was really torn between the Cowie and the Yamaha. I like the Yamaha the best. For me, not being an excellent 250 rider, the motor makes up for my shortcomings, I think. And I really, really enjoy the suspension package. So for me, uh, the box, YZ250F is the best. Well, for me, it was orange. It was orange, and it was... It wasn't even a... You know, it wasn't a tough decision to make... I base it on, you know, when I got off the bikes, which one made me the happiest? Mm-hmm. You know, I can get from point A to point B easier with the orange bike than with the KTM than the uh, than the Yamaha. It was, it did everything I needed it to do. I had no problems with it. And it was stable. The cornering was good. The power delivery was good. And that's why I, I have to choose it as, as my favorite one. I'm sure the Yamaha with some work and more time on it. And, of course, all bikes, you know, at the end of the day, they're all pretty good. But which one made me the happiest? The KTM. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get that. I, I, I really enjoyed the KTM today, and you said the, K, the Kawasaki was a close second for you, and I like the Cowie a lot too. Um, the Yamaha was, was a pretty easy choice for me. I think the engine package is the best for what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I think the suspension package is the best. I still think, even though the bike is dramatically different than last year, and last year was known for being really stable, I, they've sacrificed some of that. But I still think, compared to the other bikes, it's as stable as anything else. But it's narrower, it turns better, it's lighter, it's more agile. Um, it's, uh, it's overall a great bike. So that's, it's, it's my favorite. Yeah. Okay, now the fun part. I get to go home, read all the feedback forms that you guys did, tally the scores, come up with an overall ranking form. But, uh, you know, I think the podcast is pretty telling. You guys can tell what we liked about each bike. Um, Yeah, stay tuned for the uh, 2024 shootout results, which will come out shortly after this podcast. But uh, I'd like to thank Yoshimura for making the podcast possible. But today, you know, we rented the track. We hired a caterer. We hired a photographer, a videographer. None of that would have been possible without Fun Bike Center, Motul, and OGO Power Sports. So thank you very much, guys. Kyle, Alex, Umberto, Pat, and Kaylee, who's home with her dog. Thank you for helping us uh, evaluate the machines for another year. And uh, thank you guys for watching. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. And uh, We love reading your comments. Yeah, the comments are the best. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time.